Hey, everybody, and thank you so much for tuning in to Faithfully Her. I am your girl, Liana Michelle, all decked out in merchandise. Y'all better get this, because <laughs> it is coming. These are just some markups that we've done so we can get material and see how it feels before I make a final selection. But now you have an idea of what's to come. So we have a tumbler, and it comes with the metal straw. Okay. We have socks. If you want to cozy up on the couch and Netflix and chill, I got you. Because I love socks. I would say that's me right there, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We have journals. And I have ink pens coming to go with the journal. And then we have shirts. The short sleeve shirt and then the sweatshirt. So, yay. I told y'all merchandise was coming. (laughs) <laughs> I'm a little slow, but I'm getting it, okay? So just be patient with me. We just don't lay that down. But today, enough about me, y'all. Today we have a wonderful, wonderful woman on here. I read her bio, and I was so moved. I was almost in tears by it. Mm-hmm. Not because of any sadness, but just the joy that came through her words as to mm-hmm. how she developed and found her purpose through everything that she was experiencing internally, physically, and so forth. And it was just so moving. I couldn't wait for you guys to meet her, okay? So I'm not even going to say anything else. We're just going to bring on Mrs. Key Thomas, everybody from MP Savage Hair. So yes, let's give her a big warm of applause. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> I love it. (laughs) Well, thank you again for coming on and um, sharing your time and your story with us. So I kind of just really want to jump right in if that's okay. 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 So I know you stated that um, you were in corporate America for 20 years. Mm -hmm. Yep. Wow. So was it like your dream job at that time and then it fizzled out and started burning you out? Or was it just always something inside of you saying, I don't know if I want to do this? I would say it was my, on on the surface, I would say it was my dream job because, you know, I was making some good strides um, in corporate America and, and where I was at. But I always felt like there was something more there, you know, something more like this is just not it, you know, and um, kind of with that, what even kind of like probably dive a little further, like as I started kind of going through, like just feeling something like and feeling just unhappy and all that. I remember it was a while. It was a point where I was just like, OK, I feel I, am I being ungrateful? Because, again, I have this great job and, you know, family, and all this other stuff. But I was just I felt miserable inside. Um, and so it was one of those things that, you know, I, I I was, I think I was just kind of going, you know, I, I went through and did all the things that I was supposed to do, like, oh, you know, get your good grades, get a scholarship, get a good, you know, stable job, whatever, and elevate. Um, but it was like, it was, there was something that was just, I felt empty. And so as things um, progressed, you know, in terms of just me and, and like I said, in, the thing, everything really changed for me in 2019 um that was when that that in 2019 i got um got a, a good promotion i got um my father suddenly passed away i um 
had a surprise pregnancy that right after my father passed away. And so at first I was like, oh my goodness, you know, I'm almost 40, you know, I'm 40 and I'm about to have a baby. But then it, it's something just kind of like came over me like, oh my goodness, this is my father. You know, in my head, I'm like, it's gonna, it's the baby's gonna be a boy. You know, it's gonna be like my my dad because he's gone. So now this is gonna be a way he lives on in a sense. And then end up being a topic. And so that crushed me. And then um, I have a four, well, at the time, I have a 16 year old son now, but then at the time he was 14, he actually went, goes to a boarding school now in Massachusetts. So he like left for school. And I remember like, I was so excited about the opportunity he had, but once he left, it was like, oh my goodness, my baby is like gone now four years, you know, earlier than he, he should have been. And so I, with that, with all that kind of going on, I just never dealt with it. Like I literally just one thing from the, the other, like the day after the funeral, my son and I, we were on a plane going to visit school visits. And then, you know, I never took off with the baby, all this stuff. So I it was just kind of all that was bubbling up inside of me. And I think it was really after the thing with the pregnancy that kind of just, I started feeling like, now in hindsight, I go back, I'm like, okay, that's when the depression, I think, really started. Um, but the way that I coped with it, I just kind of like buried myself into my job, um, not taking care of myself physically, mentally, like I was, you know, working sometimes 16 hours a day and, and I was working from home. Um, so it was just like, I just basically ate, slept, breathed, worked and never... I didn't take care. I like, I, I was just depleting. And so it wasn't until like COVID happened and everybody came home. So my husband and my, both of my kids then were at home and then they, you know, kind of was seeing firsthand. It was my husband. And he called my mom and like, no, something has to give, like, you're not about to kill yourself, you know, for this job in, you know, whatever. And then long story, trying to go into therapy and just, that just unpacked so many layers um, of stuff that like, I just, didn't deal with, you know what I'm saying? Like stuff I didn't want to deal with. And it also made me even going back to my childhood and just even realizing and even the context of the job, like I was, again, I, I've always been a very person, a person that's been very um, concerned about how others viewed me, you know what I'm saying? Like how others would receive me. And so I always, you know, want to like look nice or whatever. So even, even there's some days where literally I would be, had just been through a breakdown. And then if I knew, okay, I have to jump on this call or I got to go, I'm going to put it together. I'm going to show up and just be there. And then I'll come back home and just break back down, you know, and I was doing that a lot. And it was to a point where it was just like, it got, it, it was out of control. And I got to a place where it was just like super scary. So just in me going through, like I said, getting to that point of almost like literally a breakdown, having to pause, so the doctor pulled me out, took a leave from work um, and, you know, start really just going through therapy. And I was doing it multiple times a week and just diving deep on myself. Then that's when I really just really discovered. I'm like, my whole life has been about pretty much checking boxes and doing stuff on the surface that look good, you know what I'm saying? Versus like, what do I really want? And I'm like, I didn't even know. I'm like, if I had to ask myself, like, you want to what, like, what do you really like to do? What do you, and I'm, I'm, it was hard for me to really figure that out because I had never even took a moment to even discover that, you know, I just was following a plan that was kind of laid out for me in a sense or what I thought I was supposed to do. Okay. Well, you know what? You said, you said a few things. Okay. Yeah. So um, like I told you, I jot notes down mm -hmm. <laughs> or whatever as those thoughts are coming to my mind. Um, so I, wanna... I have a tendency to just go, go, go. So that's why I'm like, okay, let me. No, you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> Same type of thing. And 
that's why I have to write. <laughs> I have to jot stuff down because I'm like, girl, stop talking. <laughs> so I want to go back, though, because you said um, and you kind of touched on it. You said when you went to therapy, you realized that you had to unpack some things that even was from your childhood. Yeah. And that was yeah. like the first thing that I wrote down when you said that um, you always just kind of felt like something was missing or something was wrong. And I was going to ask you, when you think back to your childhood, was that something that you feel you are that was existed even then? Or is there a certain place where you can see that kind of stems from that feeling mm-hmm. of not of having to please other people because you mentioned that wondering mm-hmm. how you're going to be received by people? Like, is there a certain event that you can kind of recollect mm-hmm. that may have sparked those if those feelings in you? Yeah, it's, it's actually interesting. It's related, related to my father. So, um, and something that, again, I, I coming up, I always thought like, oh, I'm good, whatever. But I realized, especially in his death, um, like, wow, you know, that really did impact me as a child. So when um, I have always, I joke and say I have a ghetto twin. So I have a sister, a half sister that's like a few months older than me. So we were born a few months apart. And so at the time, my dad was dating my mom and her mom, apparently. And long story short, he ended up, you know, having a family with my sister's mom. And so I, you know, my dad would be kind of he'd come around on holidays, things like that, it's different points where, um, you know, like I was in, I, I was there, you know, I knew of him. I knew, I knew, you know, the, his family, his immediate family, I knew my sister sort of thing, but it started getting to a point where I started, I, like something I, I recall, like as a child, like I remember us being out somewhere and seeing um, someone that he knew, like some friends, I assume like of him, him and, and um, his wife. And he like said it quickly, but it, I think he referred me as his goddaughter. And I was maybe like 10, eight or you know, 10 at a time. And so that was something where I mean it kind of stung me, but then I I was scared. I didn't say anything. I just kind of held it in. And so as we as I got older, um, my sister again, us we we're the same age, and we and we happened. It just so happened like her best friend like went to my high school. So I I kind of always kept up with her and what was going on in her life. And so seeing like you know we turned sixteen, get a car, uh, maybe get a car, you know whatever, you know that sort of thing. It was always like always. And this is something that I that really kind of came out in therapy was that. And I and I and, and it's funny because we went all the way through. If I look back through even my career and all the different stages, like I always felt like, okay, I'm doing good, but I always felt like I wasn't number one. You know what I'm saying? Like I was number two. So something that I even still struggle with now um, is about like I, I have a, a poster, like I, I look like my um, affirmation board and stuff in front of me, but I is about I am enough, yeah. and and I realized that that is something that even back then. I like I didn't feel like I was enough and it was like a subtleness and and again my I had a really great you know childhood with my mom and then my stepdad and all that and then my dad we 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 forged our relationship like a real relationship probably when I was about 17 and then we had the best relationship you know up until he passed um in 2019 um but it always like I said I I and that was that was something where like I and 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 it was like it was weird to me because even as you know, say as I progressed or I had accolades or, you know, whatever, I still, I never was satisfied. Like I never felt like it was good enough. It was that. And so I realized that um, that kind of led into like the whole people pleasing and me not feeling like I could say no, me not even like taking my time and even trying to say, okay, what do you really want to do? I just would go along with the flow. And I always thought that was a 
thought it was always, I thought that was a good characteristic of me because I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm the type of person I can deal with anything. So I, you know, for us not to get along, you, you got to be really, really something going on because I, I can adapt, I, whatever. But then now in hindsight, I'm like, yeah, but you are never really being truly you. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you've never even let you really form because your whole life you were just trying to go with the flow and you kind of fit in, you know, you want you your crowd, but you never want to stand out too much. You know, I never, and even now, as I say, it's so difficult for me, like with social media to post and things because I'm, um, I've always been that person to kind of just I'll come in, you know, I'm there, but you know, when it comes to like a work situation, I would, you know, die, jump in and did it or whatever. But like, I always just, it was something always, it was some insecurities in me and it all stemming from me just feeling like, me as myself as Kiwana, I, I'm I wasn't enough, so I had to you know perform. I have to show up to everything I'm invited to. I have to do you know just that because oh they won't probably won't invite me again or whatever. So like those are things that really came out um, you know during the the therapy process. And I'm still in therapy now, so I've been going pretty been going strong with therapy since since then. Um, and I I appreciate now like the mindfulness that I have um, in terms of just identifying the those like say the negative thoughts the way that the way that I realized I thought about myself I never ever 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 like you know it, it was it took my therapist she to, to like start repeating back to me certain things that I said and to hear somebody else say it I'm like oh my god you know but those are the things that I would tell them something happened like oh yep it's just you it's you did it you know yep there you go like this is you know like whatever like so like there's something like innately wrong with me is that ultimately like where over time, I think I got to. And so that's something that now I'm trying to walk back. <laughs> it's, it's a struggle. It's still yeah. a struggle. You know um, what? I mm-hmm. always praise therapy. I tell people that all the time. You know, um, I pray, I meditate. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I talk to Jesus probably way. He probably like, girl, my line is busy. Stop calling my name. You know what I mean? Because I talk to Jesus like all the time. But I believe in therapy and mm-hmm. I, I being a person who's gone through therapy, I understand exactly what you're saying about identifying, not even understanding that that one event of your childhood shaped it did, yeah. the way you live the rest of your life. You know what I'm saying? And you didn't even know, acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. Um, I hear people say all the time, you know, oh, just get over it. That was in your childhood. Oh yeah. my God, you still holding on mm-hmm. to something from 40 years ago? And mm-hmm. But I'm like, do you not understand how something that happened then, especially if you didn't get what you needed mm-hmm. in that moment as well, how it could just shape how you behave moving forward and you don't, you even, don't even know it. Yep, you don't realize it. And, and and the thing that's been like really interesting for me, um, so now I'm, you know, I'm full time like into working my business. And there's certain, like say, behaviors that I had when I was working. So that whole thing, like I can't like having boundaries for myself. So it cutting stuff off or again, I I'm I'm a perfectionist. So you know, like nothing is good enough ever. Like nothing's ever good enough. So I'll I'll redo it was time I'll redo emails 10 times. It, you know, like it would just be stuff that would it, people would be surprised, you know, how, yeah. how much I was in my head, like how long it would take me to do certain things. And I found myself like, and, and, and even when the whole thing happened with, like I said, getting to the point of that part of like about to literally break down, 
I thought it was just stress. I'm like, okay, I'm just stressed out in my mind. Okay, I'm probably, okay, I got to take a break from work and I'm going right back into, you know, this miserable life. That's how, that's kind of what I'm speaking right. like. Okay, I'm going to get a little bit whatever day. I'm going to go right back into it. And it's just, this is just what life is about to be. Um, but I didn't, I, I never even thought like, even about the anxiety and all that. And then I, like I said, un- understanding, like, I'm like, I, my whole life, I have had high functioning anxiety and I was going to say high functioning depressed, but really high functioning anxiety. And that was some, a term I never knew. I didn't know it exists, but it's, it was like, when I look at that whole ability, you don't want to say no, you people, you know, the people pleasing you, you know, you, you try, you, 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 I define my value as how I was received from people, you know what I'm saying? Like, and so even, and then even then, which was so crazy, it's like, even when people would applaud and all that in my head, it's like, oh, they really don't believe it. They really don't mean it, you know? <laughs> I still have trouble taking a compliment. Like, yeah. no, I'd be like, that, like, don't do, like, no. Like, it makes me feel yeah. shy to receive a compliment. Like, mm-hmm. I immediately want to cover my face. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when I'm with my girls or whatever, I could be like, girl, you know, you know, it's a yeah. different vibe. But just from, like, a person that I've interviewed or, you know, something like that or out. And they, you know, and I get the compliment, I immediately like shy away from it and be like, no, girl, you're gorgeous. Like, you know, yeah. what I'm saying? Just hurry up and throw the attention back on the other person. And I'm still trying to figure out why I'm like that. Like, girl, accept those compliments. And I have to remind myself. Yeah. And I was in that, and that's the thing where. I, I, I'm also I'm grateful. So I say therapy, and I'm also grateful for like I think back to like just family. I have a about older sister, so not the, not the sister I reference, but I have an older sister that's about eight years older than me with, on my, with my mother. And we, it's funny, our personalities are totally different. Like she's one of those people, like, hey, this is me, take it or leave it. You know, I, you know, no, I'm not coming. I don't have you know explanation. You know, like she's just that person. <laughs> and I remember like over the. The years I used to be like, dang, she's just so me. Like she just out cold. And then like now I'm like, I respect it so much because she set the boundaries for herself. Like, I don't owe you an explanation or whatever. I don't ever not. So she shows up and she like, this is me. Basically, take her, leave it. Yes, I'm fly. Yes, whatever. Yes, I'm feel a little crazy too. Yeah, whatever. But like, but she it's like she's very just like this is my whole me, and you take it. And so me just seeing her now, it's like, okay, I'm like, okay, I just need, I've really like really leaned into her a lot. Like in these last couple of years, I tell her, I'm like, you know, she is my sister, my keeper. Like she's like my rock in the sense. Cause I, I'm trying to draw, like I said, I, 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 when I see people who are confident and that who are just like, you know, again, not arrogant, but confident right. and, you know, it take, you know, take the, take their, their applause, take their whatever, still move, whatever. And even if they get rejection is like, okay, whatever. That's not it happened. It's not going to, you know, doesn't change or diminish me in any type of way. Like, I love that. I love that. And that's even actually how like the whole thing with Savage came about, um, was just me. I always like when Meg Thee Stallion, you know, came out, I, um, I just loved her confidence, like her rawness. Like she, she looked ratchet, you know, with her, some of her layers, but, but it's just the way she, her delivery. I'm like, if she does not think that she is everything in a bag of chips, then I, 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 I would just, I would be just dumbfounded because I'm like, you, she sells it. And that, and that's the thing that I love. And it's like, you're going to accept me for me unapologetically me. And so as I started going through this journey, especially like with the therapy journey and kind of start pulling back those layers and realizing like, okay, yeah, you're not just stressed out. You really like 
don't love yourself, you know, you really, you know, you know, to have low self-esteem, all these things that kind of came out of that process. Then I started, and then especially when it came to the point of like you mentioned about you like like you said, people in childhood say, just get over it, you know, whatever. So for me, like when I I had so many people, you know, I, I it took me a minute to just kind of be open about what was going on because again, I feel like I felt like, you know, outside people outside looking in would probably be like, girl, you are being a brat. You know, you don't have anything to be uh, uh, frustrated about. Look, you know, basically look, look, like I'm really dealing with some stuff. And it took, it was like a long, long, long time. Like even now I still have to catch myself. But I managed to be with my, with my therapist. Like I just almost were like, like one of like, I wish almost I had like a physical illness because I feel like when you're dealing with the mind, you can't see it and people make assumptions like oh girl mm-hmm. thoughts become no thoughts become things so change your thoughts and i'm like i know that i want to change my thoughts you know and so the fact that i couldn't change these thoughts i remember i feeling so weak and like oh i'm just like what what is wrong with me i can't whatever and so one of my affirmations um was i am savage like like that was my thing i am sad so nope you're not weak you are strong you are a boss you know whatever saying that to myself and so that's something wow that just kind of it became like my thing, like, I'm like, that's when I need to channel, you know, Miss Maid or whoever, like that, that I got to channel, you know, uh, Key Savage, like, or whatever, just so I can try to get, bring myself out of it. Because there's so many times just in going through this, that I felt like, oh God, you were so weak. Why can't you just get your mind together? You know, everybody like, whatever. And, you know, just, so that's something that is like, um, I like, I love it. So when I see, especially women, oh my God, when I see women that just like own it, own they self or whatever that is, like, like I'm just like yes, like yes. I you I, you my idol. You my you know I want I want to you know I want to. That's where I I, right. I I see that person out in the future. So she's coming. She's not all the way here yet, <laughs> but I feel like she's coming. Um, but I just respect it so much. Um, because it's like when when we go around and we when we put our value in like you know what others say about us and what they we other think and all that. It's like I feel like we've been so disrespectful to God. Like you know. Like how how can you let's say like how can I like hate myself and feel like I'm dumb I'm I'm weak I'm whatever and I was hand created by God you know what I'm saying like and so that's been something that has really helped me because again even I'll, I'll be honest even yesterday was a rough day I've been I've been dealing I would say going through the last several days um, been pretty tough been t- my energy has been down and I've been like you know just feeling like on the verge of tears just out of nowhere for no, like whatever, just kind of feeling a little frustrated with myself because again, I, I do feel like I've, I feel like I have a purpose and I feel like I have a calling and I get frustrated with myself when I let the fear hold me back, you know, and the, the and I don't, I'm scared to show up or whatever. I'm overthinking because, oh my goodness, you know, this, uh, oh, th- what this font, <laughs> you know, needs to look a certain way or what if they, whatever. And it's like, no. And so it's been so many times where I had to check myself as like one, like, I say, God, you know, not my will, but yours be done. So let me stop saying like, like, I feel like, like, let me stop trying to be in control of everything. Like, I believe that whoever my message is supposed to reach, it will reach, you know what I'm saying? So that's something that I keep saying. And then also when I be feeling like low about myself and I remind myself like, God's daughter, like whatever, you know, like, how, like how, like how in the world can you be thinking this about yourself? Like I want, so my goal is I want to love myself the way God loves me. Like, that's like my Amen. awesome goal and like see myself, you get what I'm saying? Like, so that, that's, that's like where I'm at, you know, I'm really, I'm fighting hard to let that come out. You know, like I really, I really am. I am fighting with myself almost on a daily, daily, some like daily basis. I'll say moment by moment, you know, sometimes like yeah. this, one of the things I learned, especially like 
it's, and I always tell people like, it's like, it's not ever too late. Cause I, I literally felt like how, I, like how I felt. I remember, I remember like, especially like the, the work situation, I, I never could even enjoy anything because work, I was either working. So if I was physically there, like I was the person that traveled with my laptop, like everywhere I went, like it was just, on New Year's Eve, I'd be doing up into the ball drop. I stop ah, and I go right back, whatever. And like, I remember my daughter, so my daughter is 10 now, but when, especially the first few years of her life, I mean, she got to a point where she used to tell people like, oh my God, I hate my mom's job. Like she, I'm gonna break her computer. Like, it's just, <laughs> yeah, cause I was never present. Like I, and, or if I'm there and I'm thinking back, I'm thinking in my mind, like, oh shoot, I get home, I gotta get prepped for this. I gotta, you know, I'm yeah. always there. So I never really, I just missed a lot of like really, really like moments. And so now it's like, I, I, I and I remember just thinking like, oh, this is life, especially so when Sunday came, oh my goodness, like, so Saturday would be okay day for the most part, but about midday, I started thinking about like, oh goodness, one more day. And then I got to go right back into this, you know, and, uh, you know, and I would just be trying to just make it to Friday. That's how I just try to make it to Friday. And then at least you got, you know, maybe a little half day break. Friday evening. And then, you know, well, oftentimes working on weekend, you know, whatever. And and I thought like, this is life, you know, and now it's just like, I'm like, oh, no, no, no. That's not how I believe God intended for right. life to be like, like, you know, and it's just life is so short. So I'm all about now, like, do, like I said, aid, discover yourself, what you love and really, you know, challenge yourself um, to think about what do you want and, and do it, you know, and long as you're not hurting anybody or whatever, then, go, you know, go for it. Um, cause it was a time like I said, I was out I, I, and I, I, and I've, I've gotten over it now, but even like the thinking about, okay, what does this look like? I go from this, you know, nice, uh, you know, corporate position to I'm selling wigs, you know, <laughs> like, and, and so for a long time, like, I remember, I remember I didn't want to tell my therapist cause I was thinking she gonna judge me, but I, I cause I'm like, you know, I'm telling her, I'm like, I, you know, I guess I feel like, you know, God, like, I, you know, God's calling me to do this. And, and, I, and I think I talked around it for at least a few sessions. And then eventually she's like, what, like, what is the business? <laughs> like, and I, I end up telling her and, and then, you know, back to the whole thing of, oh, what are people going to say? What are people going to think? And then, but it's like, then when I, I actually, you know, got started and I connect with my clients and I see again, the the joy, like just the the transformation and the joy that they have and all like I'm like oh my gosh you know like that's just something that it just reaffirms like yes I'm this this is where you this you're walking in the right direction so you know I'm not there by any means yet but um you know I I, I feel in my heart like I'm I'm moving in that direction that God is calling me to to go in and like I said so it's it's so rewarding you know just again just to be able to bless and and um now I'm trying to, I got, again, I'm, trying, I'm, I'm, I'm at a, I really want like for the, the, my hair business, I, um, to be something, eventually I want that to be like a nonprofit. I want to be able just to give and bless. Like, again, I know, I know what it feels like to, you know, like I said, I have alopecia and to going through that and just, you know, feeling ugly or just feeling like, oh, I'm limited. Oh, I don't, what I, what I can do. Or even like I say, I have some clients that are in, you know, going through cancer right now. They're, let's say, literally fighting for their life right now. And they come and, you know, you feel they're feeling defeated, but then they throw on a, you know, they unit, we get to talk, whatever. And next thing I know they twerking, flipping the hair, you know, all of that. And, I, and I'm like, I just, it just, I love it. I'm like, so just helping people remember that 
no matter, you know, what life brings, what people say, what, how people don't respond, how you think they should respond, whatever, that does never diminishes your value. You know what I'm saying? You are beautiful. You are a queen. So that's why I'm always like my queen, my whatever, like, cause, cause I'm saying it to myself as well. Like he, you are a queen. So stop acting like you're not, you know what I'm saying? Like be walk into it. You be bold, you know, this is who God created you to be. So show up as her and stop, you know, letting yes. your fear what how it's gonna be received, you know, stop you. So I did a um a show last year when I first was starting and mm-hmm. I really I didn't have interviews, I didn't have people to talk to. So mm-hmm. <laughs> um I was brand new doing it and like you. Even though I still have my 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 regular job, you know, I'm not leaving that away, but this was something brand new to do. And it took me going through something to bring me to it. Mm-hmm. And like when I did it a couple of years ago, I did it a little bit. It was just podcasting. It wasn't cameras or anything like mm-hmm. that. And then I stopped because like you what are people thinking? People aren't listening. They're not supporting. Mm-hmm. They're probably laughing at me, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Why am I putting myself through this? Mm-hmm. And then um, I went through an experience last year where God was like, hey, little girl, I gave you a platform. You ran away mm-hmm. from it. You need <laughs> to do this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it was just like this whole thing. And like literally, Two weeks later, I was like, hey, y'all, so this is my first YouTube. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I don't know what to talk about, so I'm going to just talk about me and my craziness. And, you know, but <laughs> I did a show about peeling back the mask, peeling off the mask, mm-hmm. and I did it with no makeup. So mm-hmm. I let my lupus show because I have lupus, and the form of lupus I have affects my skin. Mm-hmm hair fell out you know what i'm saying like just mm-hmm. had a real traumatic experience with the skin and the hair mm-hmm. loss or whatever which is why i did love everything that you said in your bio and everything that you said here that's why it captured me so much because i felt like there was such a connection between you and i and that journey mm-hmm. of maybe not feeling pretty mm-hmm. of doubting yourself mm-hmm. and, and the, the the risk that you're taking, that giant mm-hmm. leap of mm-hmm. faith and how you're vulnerable that can be. Yeah. Yeah. And it, yeah. and being vulnerable, it leaves yeah. you wide open, yeah. right? Yeah. And sitting in front of a camera, talking to people leaves you wide, wide open. Because social right. media can be like the harshest, <laughs> cruelest. Yeah. I'm like, do I know? Did I kill that cat? <laughs> Why are they coming at me so hard? I know. And and that's the thing, and it's funny. I was um, it's, it's a I don't know. Do you follow or listen to uh, Sarah J. Roberts? Yes. Okay, so that's she for real is my that's my girlfriend, my best friend in my head. Like I, I and I, I and actually I met I messed up because I listened to her as I was getting ready to just now, and I like tears. I'm like, okay, like this is not gonna work out. You know, I gotta like whatever. Like this wasn't a good idea, <laughs> whatever. But so one of one of her messages that I love is about coming out of hiding. And, and basically it's like, Hey, like this is, this is me. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm showing up, I'm, you know, whatever. And I may not be, you know, 
whatever. I'm not, I may not feel like I'm ready, but God, you put in me. So you with me. So I'm ready to, to show. I want to show you. So I'm going to swap there. And I know I'm opening myself up for people to have an opinion, for people to yeah. potentially judge, people to talk about them, to say whatever. But I don't care because I want. It's like yes. you just release the control. You yeah. have no control mm. over what's about to happen. Mm. Who's going to say what? Who's going to be yeah. a part of it? And it's, it's, it's scary. Says, it's so scary. But I, it's I would say it is empowering too. That's that's one thing too. So I, I maybe like a couple of weeks ago I did a video. I, I take it my hair, so I usually wear my my hair braided. So how my alopecia is like it's around my my head edges and hairline. And so I have, you know, so I have hair, like hand center and all that. So I usually keep my hair braided up. And ever so often I go to uh, my cousin's salon, she'll wash it for me good, braid me back up and that sort of thing. And so I was taking my hair down, like for, you know, to go and, and do this, go go do my usual routine. And someone was like, okay, videotape yourself, whatever. So I kind of did as I was taking down, but then that was that. And then like, you know, we were doing, we were doing something as a family and it kind of came on me and it was like, show it. And then I'm like, and I was just kind of like, uh. and so I, I did, I, I did it. And I remember in that moment, so it took me forever. So I, I kind of, I put it together, you know, together and I kind of, I just went, I let myself just be in the moment. I just sit, talked and I'm like, I'm, you know, I may sound food, whatever. I just let, I just went for it. Like went in the moment, I, like moved when I felt like I heard God speaking to me. And so I end up, so I, I made the video and then I remember I was, you know, okay, I'm, I'm about to post it. Then I remember thinking like, oh, I got caught up in like the cover, the cover had, I'm like, you're defeating the whole purpose, whatever. And then that's when, that's when I say, I really like, you know, it kind of hit me like, girl, stop it. It's going to reach, going to reach you. Whoever goes, some people going to might laugh at you, some people, whatever, but hopefully it empowers people mm-hmm. to say, okay, we can, you know, okay, cool. I, 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 I love my wigs and I'm probably gonna always wear my wigs, whatever, but I'm, 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 t- I'm like I say, I, I make the choice if I, if I say I'm gonna be ashamed anymore of the fact that I, my edges are going, I don't have you know, my hairline. Like I'm not, it's a part of me. It doesn't again devalue me. I, like I said, I, I call myself, I'm alopecia beauty. Like, you know, I'm still yeah. <laughs> with, yeah. without the edges, whatever, and but. You are beautiful. Like, oh, girl, you. I'm sitting over here like, girl, look at her smile. Like, <laughs> she's a beautiful woman. And it's, it's crazy because when I did that peeling, peeling back the mask episode mm-hmm. and I did it without the makeup and everything and just kind of poured my truth out there of mm-hmm. this is who I am. This is what I look. I don't wake up like this. You know what I'm saying? So just like really put it out there. It was funny because you you know um, the harshest criticism I got was from family. Wow! Like nobody else was as critical. My son was just like, "I'm so proud of you!" Like I couldn't yeah. believe you did. Like I'm really proud that you yeah. did that. And mostly everybody else was on the same page. But um, I just had like one family member that like read me, like took me to tears. Like, why did you do that? Yeah, like I was sitting in my car, like, oh my god, like mm-hmm. I had to call my son and say, I think I did, I shouldn't have did that. Like it was, and he was like, whatever, have tough skin. People can say whatever they want to say. At the end of the day, you probably helped some people that you don't even know you helped. Yep. So just. And just do it. And, and, and that's the thing. And, and especially like I say, social media is good and bad. You see me, I'm adjusting myself. I'll be honest. I literally, I threw, I, I had I on something. I was going to ask you if that was one of your pieces. Yeah. Like literally I just. That like, is gorgeous. So it's, it's literally, I just literally threw, threw, threw it on. So in the t- probably 10 minutes before I got on, I, I had on three different ones. So 
Now, I love wigs. And for the people who are subscribers and with me every mm-hmm. week, y'all know a sister wig up on you every week. <laughs> but I love my hair. So let's get into Savage. Break it mm-hmm. down for us because I love the definition or the acronym, you know, yep. the, the meaning. So give us Savage. Okay, so savage, the way that I define savage, so I'll go summary and come down. So savage to me is about, you know, just unapologetic confidence, fearlessness, like this is me, I am enough as is. So that is savage. So savage, the way that um, I would say, so my uh, way I broke it down as far as my acronym, is that it says, I am savage, I am strong. So I'm stronger than my fears any of that stuff. I'm strong. I can overcome all of it. I am authentic. I am again, hand molded by God. So I'm going to show up as me and be myself. You know, I am victorious because again, I'm not in this thing by myself. God is with me. So through Christ Jesus, I am victorious. I am amazing. God has gifted me with these wonderful gifts that I, he, he wants me to share it with the world. So I am amazing. I am graceful and I'm graceful in the highs and the lows of life, you know? So I know that again, this too shall pass, like whether it's good, bad, whatever. And just, I'm going to show up and be graceful and like the queen that I was born to be. And then I am absolutely 100% enough. All am now always have been forever will be. So that's like how I break it down. And like, right. ultimately the way I define like savage, nice, I got my savage queens is basically like loving yourself unconditionally in the, the flaws, the frills, the quirks, the foolishness, which is my term. I always call myself foolish. Like, but I, I that foolishness, whatever it is, everything, loving it all and not being afraid to show up as you, whatever that means to you, you, every day, everywhere you go, and then never not wanting to be anybody else or necessarily be like anybody else. I mean, it's good to, okay, like I said, oh, yeah, oh, I love what you're doing, that sort of thing, but I'm not trying to emulate anybody else and not letting anybody, what people think or anything. And so, and this this is really what comes in like with the hair, like so any condition. So I'm talking to my, my clients that got alopecia or got cancer, going through chemo, any condition, any diagnosis, any situation, any circumstance make you feel less than the queen God created you to be. Yes. I am savage, period. Like, okay, period. Yes. Like that. And just know Whatever. that's my new affirmation on my mirror now. Cause my oh, I love it. mirror is full of affirmations that I read to myself. So I definitely get your affirmation board. <laughs> I love that. Cause you have to speak good things into yourself. You know, you, you oh, have yeah. to speak life of beauty and grace and stuff. So, and so savage is now on my mirror. Girl. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. It's so <laughs> important. It's funny. My son. So when I started, so all this was new, like before this season, like I, I got, I got up, I fell asleep on my computer woke up either looking at my phone or my computer, you know, just basically getting to go. Like a lot of times I wouldn't even get ready. I remember my husband used to tell me, especially when I was going like into work, he like, he don't but look at it till you get to the office. He's like, cause that throws your whole, you know, your morning, your day off because you, your mind now is focused on, oh sure, I got this problem. I do deal, deal with this. And so that the whole thing of now, and I'm still trying to get, you know, be disciplined enough to do it. It's like taking that time to set like the stage for yourself in the morning, that me time of, Let's before looking before all the world, all this other stuff come for. I look at my phone, look at social media, and everybody look good and life is like they everybody living the life of luxury. And you know, I'm looking around like uh, you know, whatever. Before I do it, let me remind myself who I am and whose I am. You know what I'm saying? So that's something that when I do it, um, 
And I do like how I said, I'll I be talking like, girl, I am savage. And I go, period. I'll be challenging my 10 year old, like, girl, period or whatever. But just kind of like, yep, you savage. So don't, don't, because I already know, you already know. Soon as some, you know, th- these things don't start coming, those little automatic thoughts that you have are going to start creeping up throughout the day. So I try to just really embody that. And, and so my son, again, this is during COVID, and I started doing like the affirmation and journals. I have like a whole like list of I am's that I do and all that. And I remember one day he was just kind of like, I forgot what he called it. I was chanting or something. It was, but it was just funny. And I'm like, I told him, you know, what I was doing and why. I'm like, I am affirming myself. I'm whatever. So they they get it. They understand it um, or whatever. And it's something that even my, I, I went for my daughter. It's something I found on YouTube. And it's so cute. And she'd be so annoyed. Like I cut it on and more in the car. And I'm like, and even hers, I, I be saying to myself, it's like, I, you know, I, it's like, it's really cute. It's like, I am a, important. I am, you know, patient, whatever. All this, it's like, it's like right. kind of a song to it. But what they're saying is like, oh my goodness, like I'm singing it for me. And I'm, I'm hoping that even though she like resisting, that it's still, that's kind of, kind of sinking in. So as yeah. stuff come on, like, you know, you you know, I'm not defined by you liking me or not, want to be my friend or not. Um, right. she, was me that she was at her school that she was on a wait list for this friend group. I'm like, what? Somebody had to get interviewed. Oh, 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 not for a wait list. I'm thinking like a club or you know whatever, right. like a friend group. Like I'm like, girl, please. Uh, like, <laughs> uh, uh, they, they starting way too young. Girl, so let's yeah. jump into Savage. How mm-hmm. did you? How did it come about? As far as making the products, how did you know mm-hmm. you had that gift and mm-hmm. it turned into a business? So it, it's, it's kind of like, again, I say God works in mysterious ways. So all, all this time where, um, as I mentioned with my daughter, she, she used to tell me all the time, my, just, quit, just quit your job and sell wigs. Cause I have so many personally, you know, myself, I, you know, I'm, I'm a wigaholic. I have a lot of wigs and, and I was like, girl, like whatever, like it don't work like that, you know, like whatever. And then I remember my husband for, for years, he was just telling me like, he like, he's like, you should do a blog. Something. He's like, you know, you're so knowledgeable about wigs. And he, and, and like, I would go, you know, just the very first wig I purchased um, outside of a, I, when I was pregnant, I had a, I bought a wig at the beauty supply store. And actually that's my, my, my daughter's named after the wig. It was called Regan. And I'm like, so my daughter name is Reagan. Oh, wow. <laughs> outside of that. So I remember I was, you know, as I kind of got to a point where after, after, after my daughter, my alopecia got worse. And so I was doing sew-ins and, I was doing like, you know, I had leave out and my leave out coming in smaller and smaller and smaller. And then I realized like, oh my gosh, like my hairline is receding. So then I went to clothes. No, first, I think I didn't realize that, but I went to like, like trying to like doing a wig with like, I mean, doing like a sewing with like a closure. And as I'm looking at stuff, it seemed like it was going further and further back, you know, and that's when I kind of just really realized what was going on. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have like literally lost, you know, this much hair around. And so, and I got through that stage of like, you know, just feeling so ugly and whatever. And I started looking into wigs and this was, um, so this would have been like 2015 and on Instagram and I found somebody and then it was just, I, 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 I researched like months, like different people, whatever. And so my husband was like all, like everything. He's like, you've done so much in trial and error. Like, you know, you know, had some great experiences and some horrible experiences. Like you need to talk, you know, about that, whatever. And so then, so that was kind of like in, in my head. So then as everything went, oh, happened as far as with COVID, my, um, my sister, my oldest sister, she had come over because she, you know, the salons were closed, whatever. And I had, um, 
you know, again, I had, I have every 50 different types of wigs, different colors, all that. And so for myself, I remember, I, I don't know what made me think about, maybe people talking about, oh, wish, wish I had braids or something. Some way it came to my mind about braids. And I'm like, shoot, I wonder do that exist? You know, like, is there a such thing? So I started researching that, whatever. And so I ended up purchasing one from a lady and I, you know, and I remember I, I put it on and I, I took the picture and I sent it to like my sister, and my cousin, and both of them was like, great, where you get your hair braided at, whatever. And I'm like, it's a wig. So when my sister came over and she ended up like buying that one from me, like, and I, whatever. And so she like, and we, we had this whole thing where we were like trying on units and different things like that. And she just, she would say too, like, he, like, you should have something like you, you know, like all, you know, all these little tips and tricks and, you know, whatever. But in my head, I'm like, I'm not, a, you know, I'm not a stylist. I'm, you know, whatever. And so that was that. So then as, I started like breaking, like kind of really just going into like myself and just trying to understand, uncover and different things. One of the things that really stood out to me was that I loved like, I love, I, I, I'm, I love like, I guess making people feel good, I guess, if that makes sense. So I, I like love, like I'm, I don't know, say, I'm saying I'm a giver, but I, you know, I kind of just, I, I kind of like love that. So yeah. initially when I started, um, you know, like, from like my sister and my husband, like, oh, you know, whatever. I, I thought, okay, maybe this could be like a business because, you know, especially during COVID because people were trying to get needed to hear it done, whatever. But then as I started, you know, like going through and I was vetting vendors, I was whatever. Um, you know, for me, I'm like, I started thinking it was just on me. I'm like, it made me, I started thinking back to like, I'm like, I don't want to just sell like wigs. Like I want, I want to, I want it to be a whole experience because I think back to when I was in my journey. So my, um, probably my, it was probably my, four wig I think I purchased like off of somebody on, on Instagram and the, the the very first one was just awful it was hum- enormous I didn't know how to measure my it was kind of obviously partially my fault because I I had a sewing in and I, I gave her my measurements like on top of my sewing <laughs> so it was huge or whatever so that one and then I had a, it was another girl and I think you had to get like and stuff was super high back then so maybe like a thousand dollars had to pay and it was like a six month waiting period for this wheel it was all just crazy stuff and then I remember like you know it's one of having questions and stuff and then like nobody would respond to me you know it's almost like girl just pay your money and go on to I see your wig and then I know meeting this young lady that was here in e-course and she was just starting her business and I remember like, you know, going I, on, on, on Instagram and I went there for, she did an in-person consultation. So I was like, oh my goodness, I went there. And I just remember like, and it was funny because she was getting, especially now seeing where she is, but she was just starting off. But she, when I say she just assured me, like she made, I remember, I remember and I found, I just found like in this last week or so, like our email exchange from like that very first consultation and reading like how she made me feel like, girl, we got, we about to get you together. You are pretty, we about to do, you know, whatever. And so that, that kind of was sitting on me and I'm like, okay, I, I, I don't want to just sell hair, you know? And I'm like, I want it to be about something I want, you know, to, you know, to, you know, really hopefully be able to help people. Um, and so as I went through like the trial and error stage in terms of like vendors, cause I, I, I when I first started off, I'm like, okay, I, I, the person, um, one of the people I brought, had purchased from before, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna work with them. It could be my vendor, yada, yada, whatever. And then I like, you know, first one was good. And then like, I got like four or five that were just awful. And so quality. So I, I found myself continuously having to like fix stuff and like over time over there so as I found learning how to fix stuff I've started learning how to construct too you know and I'll say God works in mysterious ways in a sense because I, I got I've in my mind I feel like I've wasted so much money you know I didn't bought you know right not even the braided wigs other wigs I've purchased from different places and you get it and it's like oh no return no whatever and it's like dang I got this whatever but I 
in trying to make stuff good for myself, I've now learned, I, I, I kind of now I dissected it. Okay, I know how they do this. I know whatever. So then I started making some myself. So things like this, like this is one I, this is one from a vendor. Like there's no way in the world I would do all these like, you know, little braids, whatever. But I do know how to construct. And, and, it's, and it's funny because I keep, you know, having, I've having, having all our little different situation with different vendors. And every time it is, I'd be like, God, I hear you. And I, cause I feel like God is telling me like he use your hands, use your yeah. hands. Like, so it's in your hands. So then that's something where I'm now in that potentially that transition stage of like for the, the different styles that I know how to make, um, being able to, to do, you know, focus on those. And also, you know, people want the other styles to do that as well. But I, I just, I, like, it's just, I keep on, it's something, it's something I keep hearing like, it's in your hands. So yeah. it's there. And so my, my ultimate goal, and I'll say, so my very first client, actually, was, I reached out to someone who I knew from school and I knew that she um, had gone through, you know, she's a breast cancer survivor. And so I remember reaching out to her and I, we hadn't talked in 10 years plus. And I reached out to her and I told her like, you know, I was doing, I'm like, and I just really, you know, I wanted to basically like, I, I, I want, I want you to try it out. You know, it's free, you know, whatever. I just want you to, to see, because, you know, I, I, I you know, I'm, I, this is where I see this, but I want to know, is it comfortable for you? Cause again, I'm a wig wearer, you know what I'm saying? So I, I, for me, you know, it, it, it's no thing to switch up and do that, but like, right. okay, somebody who's not really into it, like that sort of thing. And when I say that her, when we talked the first time she, she told me, that she had just been like researching, trying to say, and she, and she was just like, she said, God, you know, again, God coordinated this because she's like, it had been on my, I, you know, again, I've been feeling this certain way, the, you know, my options that I've been finding at the beauty supplier or different things, whatever like that. And I haven't been feeling like myself. And so we ended up getting together and I remember, you know, and she was just like, oh, amazing. And she ended up sharing like, um, that she also had alopecia growing up. And some again, you never knew, cause again, you always hide, you know, hide it. I never knew, but she was saying, she told me, she was like, she has never in her life been able to get her hair braided. She has never in her life, you know, as, as especially as she got older, like she's like, she's like, I hadn't been in a salon in 20 years because the shame of people looking at me. And I, I'm like, I remember that. So I would go, you know, I would go to even some of like some of the wigs I would initially wear some, it'd be like a stylist in the area. And I'll go there and I take my, you know, take it off, whatever. And I remember just, just feeling so embarrassed. Like I know people are looking at my hair and all that stuff like that. And so that really just that whole experience with her and that comfort you know that she had in that process that made me i'm like oh my god like this is like that just that just showed me i'm like this is what it is about like i really want to be able to just help women just to remember who they are and now she like she going out of town she's like girl i'm taking tansy i'm taking whatever she taking the wig she getting her eyebrows done like and i and i and i tell her i'm just like oh my god i love it but she it's like it, it kind of just helped to renew in her like again i'm not my condition you know what i'm saying like i have this condition but that doesn't mean that now this condition becomes my life. I'm still a beautiful woman. I still, you know, care about myself and my, you know, that sort of thing. And that like, and that's why I, I tell my clients all the time. I'm like, I get so emotional, like talking about it when they send me pictures and stuff. I'm just like, Oh my God, I cry like it's been so many times. And I, and it's, it's funny because like, again, I'm a business owner, <laughs> but it's like, I don't share. I'm like, I just hold on to my sex. I'm like, oh my, I'm just like proud mama. Like, look at you, girl. You look, you like whatever. Yeah. And I had the thought in my head, like, oh, show this off, show whatever. But I'm like, cause I just, just, you know, I'm like, it just, it, it, it just, it, it, it just means, a, it means a lot just yeah. to be able to like, so even in the moment um i remember one of one of my clients that came and she came on her way to chemo and she was getting her wig and so she had um 
And I remember I got her together and I'm like, okay, when put it, you know, putting back some thinking like, you're not going to want to wear it. And she was like, girl, whatever. I'm about to sit up in there <laughs> with my unit. She sent me a picture like doing her chemo and she was like, I'm a fierce fly, you know, whatever. So just that, like, it just, you know, I'm like, it's, it, it just, it really does something for me. So I really, my ultimate goal, I want to get to a place where with Savage hair, um, that that is, I want to have like a nonprofit. I want to, I really, I want, I want, I want to be able to work one with like the like cancer hospitals and centers and even alopecia groups, especially like with cancer, because a lot of people, again, when they're diagnosed, they're like, okay, I I want something that's familiar to me. So again, I, I, I the wavy hair, nice and all that stuff like that. But I'm like, it's nothing like our braids. Like we love, you know, that's a part of us, you know, like it's a part of us. And that was something that even like once I, you know, I got into my wig life and I was feeling, got my confidence back, I missed my braids because I wore my braids forever, you know, all the way up. And that's actually, so my alopecia partly is caused because because of my braids. And so that's another thing where I've thought about, like, I'm like, it's a good opportunity to educate people about like traction alopecia and things. Cause I see it, you know, I I, I found a picture, one of my friends actually sent a picture of me in high school and I had braids like this, you know, in my head, like little zillions, I just get them all the time. And my hair was already thinning then. And I, it was part, like I was still braiding any little piece of hair that was there was getting braided, not realizing, okay, you're ripping your hair out. So trying to just like tell, you know, show people, okay, you may love your braids and all that, but this is like another option, you know, that you can yeah. do, especially if you get to the stage where you see, okay, yep, yeah, it's pulling, it's pulling, I'm losing hair, like, oh, let's switch over, get, you know, let's get, get your hair, break from that tension. Um, and then like I said, just from the whole, just the process of the braids of people like, you know, just talking to people like, oh, I got to figure out, I want to take these braids. I got to figure out when I got to take off work and all that. No. So it's like, this is just something that can help in a lot of ways. But my, my main, I would say my, my drive is for the women that, you know, may be just have feeling limited, you know what I'm saying? In mm-hmm. terms of their options and, um, you know, maybe going through the whole lack of com- um, self-esteem and confidence because of what they're going through or because of, you know, what's happening with their hair, their physical appearance. Um, just to remind them that girl, we, you, we still find like, we don't need no hair, you know, whatever, but right. and, 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 and to own it. And so that's something too, even I think about like me and trying to, um, and tell me to stop talking if I'm talking too much. Well, I was, no, no, you're fine. I was just going to say, because <laughs> as you're talking I'm, and I'm thinking like, I love the way you turned your pain into purpose. Yes. And from going to your corporate America, where it was like, oh, it's just another day, Lord have mercy mm-hmm. to see the way you light up when you yeah. talk about the hair it's beautiful yeah. like oh, just sitting you. here having this conversation with you to see just how your facial mm-hmm. expressions lit up mm-hmm. when you changed into that topic of the <laughs> hair and how you're helping people and I love the fact that you know I'm a believer that you could be fruitful and multiply and it doesn't have to do with kids mm-hmm. that's just my belief so mm-hmm. I see you're being fruitful and you're multiplying in what you're doing with your hair because you're giving back to these women, these patients, mm-hmm. you know, there's their suffering and, and you're multiplying their smiles. You're making them feel great. Mm-hmm. You're making them feel beautiful again. Mm-hmm. You're giving them their sexy back. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And that is a beautiful thing to be doing in such in a community that really needs yeah. that. You know, just you got me crying. Stop. <laughs> no, I'm just serious. It's a beautiful yeah. thing because mm-hmm. I know what it's like. I used to wear braids all the time, and my hair began to thin to where, girl, you could, and it'll be all <laughs> over like something that simple. 
which is going <laughs> all over my head. So I, re- I remember going into beauty salons and feeling insecure. Mm-hmm. And be- mm-hmm. even being around my own friends who have all this pretty, long, healthy, shiny, black hair just thick. Mm-hmm. And I'm over here like, girl, let me see how I could make this ponytail work. You know, <laughs> I'm a wig wearer. Love my wigs. Mm-hmm. So I totally understand and feel Mm -hmm. where you're coming from. And Mm -hmm. to know that you took that pain that you were experiencing and those insecurities you had Mm -hmm. and flipped it. You know, the guy showed you, he said, hey, that's that's your calling. Right. Mm -hmm. And you took that and you said, "Okay, I'm going to turn this pain and I'm going to turn it into a purpose and Mm -hmm. I'm going to bless other people. And Mm -hmm. you took with that one young lady and what you say, Inkster or E-Course, that correspondence Mm -hmm. of how she made you feel. She blessed you. Right. She made you feel good and and gave you hope and Mm -hmm. that. And then you turned around and now you're feeding so many other people with that same blessing. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty that I see in you and your uh-huh. smile and everything. That is beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it's, 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 I'm, I, I, I guess I'm definitely passionate about it. And that's something even with me and, um, and I set out to do this and I really just need to, because like when I get, it's been a couple of times when I, you know, I've, I've gotten down on myself because I feel like, okay, you're moving so slow with this business. You need, you know, you need to stop and stop being scared. Stop, forget the anxiety, just go, you know, whatever, show up. That's basically show up, show up for yourself, show up for the people. And um, when I don't, and I feel like defeated, it's been so many times like where I'll get like a call or a text and somebody's like telling me or sending me a picture or whatever. And so I tell them like, they, they bless me just as much as they say I bless them. You get what I'm saying? Cause they just, it, 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 it just does my, I'm saying my soul. Cause it's, I, it just kind of reaffirm. I'm like, God, thank you God. Cause it, it'd be like that, that little text message that whatever, just saying like, Keith, thank you. We need you. That sort of thing. And so one of the things I wrote on, so, so what I said I was going to start doing is like all my, like my message. I'm like, I really need to make a board for myself just so I can remind myself of all my, my beautiful patients and they smiles and my patients are clients and their smiles and just the happiness that they feel like when I've had those moments when I'm feeling like, okay, I'm not, I'm not, no, that's not a good day. I feel weak. I, I'm whatever I'm in my head. Like, okay. Like key, you know, show up for them. You know what I'm saying? There's other people yeah. out here that need to know that, a is a safe space. That's another thing. Like it's it's very, it make me feel good because I, I can tell certain like some people are very much even like like even I want to take off the hair and and also like that because I, I I right now I'm I'm doing I I'm, I moved to like virtual I do virtual consultations and stuff but I, I I was in a salon for a while and so there like it was important for me and that's I'm still trying to figure out like have a private space and I have take my hair off too like and I'm just showing like you know like I'm and that and that's and that's the thing where I, like I said I think there's a uniqueness um in the business of and I had I had to kind of get on myself about it as far as like me feeling like imposter syndrome again I'm like okay you're I'm not a stylist. I'm not really a braider. You know, I'm figuring stuff out, whatever. Like, and I can't, you know, compete with all these people doing all these bad stuff. And I'm like, that, Kimana, again, that's that's not what you're here for. You're not trying to have the best bomb braided wigs. You're trying to have a service and a solution for women who feel like, you know, potentially limited or, you know, just again, want the convenience factor. So stop trying to, you know, stop looking around at, oh, and because and, and, that, again, that's what I say, the, the things that I've learned about myself 
from, like I said, I, I had the imposter syndrome in corporate America, even though, again, I'm getting promoted, I'm getting elevated. And sometimes, you know, people, oh, you, I look up to you and I'm looking like, if you only knew what I feel about myself inside. Right. And even now, like even in a business, I'm like, it's back. So, it, I mean, it's just, it's funny. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh, like it's the same, you know, it's that habit that, that, that those thoughts yeah. that are there and you take the girl out, you know, from, I move from this scenario to another one and it's still there. So now I'm working on it. Let's break these, you know, let's retrain yeah. this brain to not think like that. Um, but it's like, I had to like check myself and kind of narrow down. Okay. This, like stop. Cause I, I thought, I thought it was cooler. Probably. I think, I think that's what it is ultimately like, okay. To say, okay. Yep. I want all women to be a slave, you know, whatever. And it's like, no, that you want to like, again, yes, I, I sell service everybody, but what I, my, my, what my, I feel like my calling is really like to be able to pour into those people who are feeling, say, feeling less than, feeling like they have, they, sh- they, they have to shrink or they've shrunken because of their condition or because yeah. of what's going on or whatever. And so, you know, that's something that I'm constantly kind of reminding myself about, like, you have to, you know, whatever. So, I, so one, I'm like, I want to put up like just pictures and messages for myself to, okay, remind myself, you have to show up. You, this is, and I tell myself, this is bigger than you. Like, yeah. your purpose is bigger than you and how you feeling in this moment. And so, you got to get over that, you know, mm-hmm. worrying about how you're going to receive. Um, but then I, I, I was in a, on in clubhouse and somebody was speaking. They were saying like about you know, being intentional about impact. And so one of the things they said, okay, like when you feel not showing up, like say a, like one, like how had, like, how has my, like basically, is, is there anybody alive that's thanking God that my product or my service exists, that I, I bless them in their life in some kind of way. And then it's like, okay, who are those people now? What happens? Like what, what, what if you never showed up to sh- share with those people, then they right. were with me. And then other thing is like, okay, how many other people will be negative, could, could be negatively affected if you don't show up today? And so I have that written like on a, a board, uh, another board on my wall. And I look at that and I kind of to help remind myself, key like, okay, forget, not everybody going to get it. Some people are going to laugh. Some people might be like, oh, girl, that ain't a cute, whatever, whatever. But right. it's, there's some people that need it. They need you. They need you. You know, and I got to remind myself, like, so that's, that's what I'm doing. You're not there for the ones who don't get it. You're right. for the one. You're there for the ones that do. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. So, and that's what I had to also learn. Like, you know what? You're not there for the people who don't get it. You're not there mm-hmm. for the people who don't want to receive um, mm-hmm. a, a insight. Because as I share insights about myself, I know I'm not the only one that feel these things. Right. And that's what I've learned doing through doing this. Mm-hmm. The more and more people that come on, I'm like, oh my God, girl, we got mm-hmm. so much in common. You, know? you, feel, you feeling like, oh, like just me. I, I, it was funny because I had, and, and this has been a struggle <laughs> struggle for me with the business because I remember I had a good friend and, and telling me that they were like, like he like, you not basically because like, I, what I, what I'm, what I'm more kind of think geared toward where I, I feel like posting is like, I want to uplift people. So sharing again, and a lot of times I'm talking to myself as I'm posting, like posting stuff. Like you are, I'm, I'm trying to remind myself of that. But I remember um, when our friends was like, um, basically like, yeah, okay, we just need to see the wig, how much it costs, whatever. Like you're not a motivational speaker. And I and I'm like, well, I'm like honestly, I I feel like that's where I'm going. <laughs> like you know, I feel like I feel like that that's where it's a, all a part of it. But I have so I'm I'm right now I'm trying to balance that of like okay. People need to at least show these, these these products you got. You don't want to show them like, but I'm more. I just want to uplift, you know. And Man, so I struggle to do a picture of a wig with an uplifting stain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like put yeah. it on, the, put it in the same flyer or whatever. Yeah. And 
you know, and I was going to ask you, I didn't want to put you on the spot, but I was going to mm-hmm. ask you outside of what you're wearing, which I think I do. I like that one. So I'm going to have to do a measurement so I could get a braided wig for the summertime <laughs> or, you know, spring or something. But um, do you have any that you could show us today? Any? Oh, yeah. Okay, well, come on. Let's see some wigs, girl. Thank you. I have like I said a ton, ton of them. Um, you want me to try on some for you? We could do that too if you down for it. Yeah, I'm down for it. I'm gonna I'm gonna grab a couple of my little favorites. So let me ah just show. I I have I'm gonna show you my normal little space. Let's see if I can flip. Can I flip my camera? I don't know if I flip, but I'll do a. I have like a. So I have a lot, a lot of different styles, um, box braids. I have locks. I have twists. I have you know a lot of, lot of different ones. But I'll, I'll just try on a couple like ones that I, you know, some of my, my pers- personal ones that, that I wear. And I want to show. And I, and I do. And it's funny. And I guess how things work out. So I've had. It's been a several times where, you know, I'm like I, 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 I guess that's that courage and stuff building up. So I'm like I. Um, you know, on online, I'm like, I, I'm, I'm at a place, place now where I'm like, okay, I, I show myself my wig cap. I don't care, you know, whatever. And I think I had to get to that place to be able to show myself without the wig cap, you know, on whatever. But, okay. but this one, like I said, very easy. I just put it off. And I usually I wear um a wig rip, and I didn't grab it, but it's like a, it's like a velvet um, like little strap that goes, yeah. Yep, and that just kind of helps because friction. Because like I say I, everything is glueless. I don't do glue. Um, so this is <laughs> this is one of my babies. And I switch it up and I, and it's funny. So I went from like, when I was started, first started wearing wigs, I remember I hated, I didn't want anybody to know. And I know like, you know, my friend, black people knew, uh, but I remember at work, like think about corporate America, yeah. like I did not want them to wear wigs. So I would, it would, it would, it would, I would only like switch it up like on the weekend, but I feel like I had to wear a certain style, you know, a certain way. Oh my God. That looks so but This is, good. yeah, now just, just a little edge control yeah. on that. So this is one of my favorites. This is uh, I love her. Miss Aaliyah. Okay, and then Aaliyah. I have um so this one has become like a real <laughs> I don't wore this one to death, I think. So I've been I started wearing so this is Patra. So and you'll you'll see why I call her Patra because you remind me she gave me that, you know, goddess vibes. But okay. Patra is like the Bob version of what I had on, which is Kenya. So oh, Patra okay. Like she oh, like you know, that one too. So this one, I I when I say I've been wearing her basically every day. So I, I so I took her the first every time first time I took wore I took her to Mexico. Um, you know I was wearing there, and so and it was so, so cute, you know whatever. And then that was in September, and I had to tell myself. I mean, my husband, he's like he like okay, you need to show your other wigs, like because she I just <laughs> when I said throw on and go, like you see how quick and I'm can walk out the door, you know, and that's that's how it is. And then this is um one actually I just showed. I did a live doing this one, putting it on, just show how easy it is to put on. But this is like a tribal style unit. Um, and it's so pretty. And so, again, I would have on my grip and adjust. And all, all, I, all I would do, I just put, oh. I just lay down. So also I have edge control. So I would take my, you know, my edge control and kind of delay, lay down the little baby hairs. And... I love that. Yeah. So you really can switch, like I say, switch up your style, like, like whatever you feel like. And, 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 and usually for me, it's like, 
my wig is always like the last thing I put on because it kind of depends on, you know, what mood I'm in, where I'm going, what I have on because I may have. So it's funny because I went from a place, like I said, I was being, I was very much, and I have all of them have a, a straps in the back so you can adjust to make it fit. So I just, so they, they'll fit. Because that's the hardest part I have with mm-hmm. wigs is because my head is really small. Mm-hmm. And even with the clips, like usually I have mm-hmm. to like kind of cut and pull a little bit further and like mm-hmm. readjust it all the way around to make so it what I, fit. So what I add, so I add in the units is like in a, this elastic, so a second band. So most of the units I have, you know, some of the units, they have the adjustable, you know, straps that's built into the unit. Mm-hmm. But there's this ad, a, a second adjustable elastic band. And you can, this like really, so this is, when I say secure, I just adjusted it, it's like, this ain't going nowhere. And if I special had on my wig grip, like it really ain't going nowhere. And so th- those are things. So one of them I've had, <laughs> it's funny because I have, I was thinking, uh, my one client of like, oh, I have a peanut, like a peanut head. And I, you know, I think people say that. And then she came, I'm like, you do have a peanut head. <laughs> so and it fit, but we you know with the strap, we got her together. And then I was, I had another client because I, I think I have, a, I have, a, I do have a large head. So I was, I think I have a large head. And so um, one of my clients, she was joking about how big her head was. And I was, I was letting her transfer my hat. And she's like, no, my head big, whatever. And I'm like, no, I have a big head, whatever. And she put it on. I'm like, oh yeah, you won. Like you do have a <laughs> I thought, was, I, thought I, had, I thought my head was like the biggest of all time, but they, the strap really allows you to be able to, you know, adjust and that flexibility, you know, to be able to, you know, unless, so what I, what I say when, when I, if I do a consult with somebody is like the, the biggest measurement I would say is going around the circumference. And so there, if you're in that 21, 22 ish maybe it was the 23 range, then like the standard medium cap will fit you fine. If you get like under that into like 18, 19, then we may want to go down with like a smaller cap, but usually like I said, with the band, and then if you want to do the weird grip, and then also I have um, basically like a, a glue, it's called like a soft glue gel, but it's like a temporary hose, like a gel that you, I can put on underneath the unit that'll make it, you know, really flush. Okay. Flush and cool. Um, and stay, you know, set and it's like, and you, it's water-based, and then you can, you know, usually I just kind of pull it off when I'm ready or if it's real tacky, you put some water and it just come off. So something that won't damage. Like I said, I don't want to do do the glue. So my, my goal is like to have make all of the anything that I carry to be um, in easy wear and beginner yeah. friendly. That's that's my thing because I want because I, again I know it's it's scary <laughs> like just that that whole especially if you're a person that you know didn't wear wigs or you're not used to wigs and then now it's like okay I gotta like oh, and everybody I don't want it to look like a wig you know and right, so right. I wanted to make it as comfortable as possible. And so that's why I offer like the consultations. Um, Cause I'm like, I want, I, I don't, I don't want anybody to purchase and like, again, shrink. feel like, oh my God, I want you to, if you're going to get a wig, I want you to love, own it. And you, I want, I want you to be twerk. I want all that, you know? And so I want you any, any type of those, you know, those fears. And for all, I want to, let's get, let's talk about it all up front. Let me show you. I, I want you to see what you're getting. So you can know, okay. Like, I, I'm comfortable that I know what I'm going to receive and not, again, my experience with a lot of people, especially dealing like on Instagram and stuff is like, or even some people I bought, pers- bought from in person where you see it, you know, look a certain way. And then when you get yours, it's something totally different. And then they're yeah. unavailable or they act like you're annoying them because you're asking them questions ahead of time, or, you know, ahead of you sending them your money. Um, and it's like, no, I want my, my whole mission is that you to be confident, you to feel beautiful, you to, you know, just be you. And 
if you, you know, then, so if, if it's, you know, some people might be like, oh, nope, I can't do, I don't, whatever it is, I would, I'd like, or like, okay, let's find some, let's do something else because I don't, again, I'm not trying to just get rid of wigs and don't care, you know, how, like, I want to, I want you to, again, embody the savage, you know what I'm saying? When you yeah. put it on. So, so that's what is the price range, um, highs and lows, not, you don't have to give specific numbers, mm-hmm. but just price range. So we have, um, I would say right now, one, like one, I, I actually have, I have something that's in like lower one, but usually like say upper ones through, and I have some right now that go up into like three, three something. Um, what I'm, I'm looking into rolling out and I haven't put these out yet, but I'm looking to pull out, roll out um, hat, like hat wigs and like uh, scarves. Cause it's another thing I wear, you know, like the, um, like a turban wig and hat wig and certain things like that. So I've been working on like trying to, to figure out how I can make it like detachable, but also secure. So basically you have a wig and, but you can flip it out with different hats. You don't have to have it attached to a particular one. So I'm still okay. figuring that out, but in the interim, I'm going to do, um, like I said, hat wigs. And, and also some, one thing too, that I do for myself, I, it's like a, I call it a perimeter wig. And it's basically a, basically a wig that's just hair around the, the, the side and all this is open. And I do that for when I work out. But I do know like some people may like that because you could just, you know, basically if you want something to throw on and put in a ponytail, you know, basically you're wearing a ponytail or a bun or whatever. Or like you want to wear to the gym work out, you want to have your hair, you know, hair free. That's another thing. So that's something that I'll be rolling out. And so those, you know, will be in that probably one issue range. Um when those come out so okay. and i also have headbands too headband wigs okay well okay so tell me or tell us how we can reach you for a consultation okay um so you can go to my um it's on, on the website um you can set an appointment through it's a calendar kind of set in but it's mp so like michael price is what the mp stand for so michael price savagehair.com um also on i'm on ig as well as facebook and youtube under the same same name um or you and if you can't find it you can always text me at 734-259-6644 and so i offer a um a complimentary clarification cost, like a 15 minute call. If you just kind of have questions, you want to talk about your particular case. And then I also, I offer a detailed, um, actually like a video consultation where we get on like on Zoom and, you know, there you have the opportunity. I can try on different units for you. I can show you the ins and outs of the units, that sort of thing. And so there, there, that's a fee for that. But then if you purchase, um, after the consultation or within a certain time frame, then a portion of that will go like a credit towards your purchase. So I got, like I said, I want it to be, you know, in a sense risk-free because again, I, I know firsthand how it is of trusting and, you know, purchasing something that you physically can't touch, you know? Right. And then I also, you know, have it where for, for my clients that, you know, may need, a, need some help once they get their unit, we're able to book, you know, set do a call together and do a jump on video. And I could just make sure again, you know, again, where to put it and that sort of thing. Cause that, those are things that I had to learn. I used to wear my, I used to think you had to wear your wig on your hairline. So my wigs be way back here. <laughs> after I, when I met, it wasn't, I met the young, you know, the young lady I was mentioning her name, Bree, um, that she showed me, I'm like, Oh, I can cover up this for you. You know, so stuff like that, like just to show, you know, I want to make sure you know how to wear it, <laughs> that you got, you know, you fit properly, you know, you got your bands together and all that stuff. So that's stuff that we, um, can do per, post-purchase, you know, as well. Okay. 
So yay. So that's good because you don't get that when you go into Lee's beauty supply store. Yeah, no. <laughs> Once and you walk definitely out like not, you walked out and they not doing nothing. That's it. Or even online, like I said, I I, I had so my, my the very first person I purchased from online again I took the wig was just it was a helmet it was just horrible but I, I took it I'm like okay I didn't know what I was doing as far as how I did my measurements so like in this last year maybe maybe like a year or two ago like I purchased another one I think probably right in the beginning of COVID and um it came and it still was a helmet but it looked but if I showed you the picture, you know, what it looked like on the mannequin to what I got, it was like a different cut. Co- the color was off all that. And it's like, yep, no refine or no whatever. So I ended up having to pay like another hundred and some dollars to get it colored into like a cut. It was like a blonde wig, but it was, the tone was just wrong. It was just, it just did not work for my collection, but it did not, again, it did the one that was on the mannequin did. And so the one I got did not. And so I ended up having to pay more money to, you know, get it to, you know, be able to do something with it. And it still was helmety and all of that. And so just, that's the thing. I'm like, I don't, you know, I know I'm, you know, I'm not going to satisfy everybody, but my goal is that you are comfortable when you purchase with me. Because yeah. again, I know it's super scary. It's super scary. So yeah. that's what my goal is. Because I um, bought a few offline, a few wigs offline and like literally threw it in the trash. Like, oh, I have, yes, I, I, <laughs> I, I have said like, like, it's no, like you just go right in the garbage because it's like whatever. Yeah. Like I say, even with me dealing with the vendor, that's another thing too, just I, I want to emphasize like with me and with the, the units that I'll purchase from a vendor, I, I, I have so many units that I have purchased to, with the intention to sell that I will not because I'm like, if I won't wear it, I'm not going to put it out there. And so and like, in some cases I'm able to fix, you know, fix it, but sometimes it's just bad. And so I, 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 I actually came up with like a real idea. I'm like, I need to do this. Like I probably like one, two, like just throw them down. So you can see all these units that I have. And so I go through the process of, especially like in working with vendors that are outside the U S uh, you know, I want to make sure it's di- disinfected. I want, you know, to do different things that to, you know, be able to help out again, my client or my customer, um, so that again, they can be comfortable with what they're putting on their head and, and that yeah. sort of thing. Um, because that, that's another thing too, that's, you know, um, especially in the, with the braided units, you, you got a lot of people like in Africa to do them, stuff like that. You get a low price, but oftentimes you're paying so much for the shipping. And then once you got it, you got it. Like it's no, you can't yeah. send it back, like, you know, whatever. And sometimes it, you know, it come and it's not what you were expecting or, yeah. you know, whatever. And it's just like, oh, sorry. You know? like, that was not the picture I saw online. <laughs> That's not the same air. Yeah. Yes. Um, But I'm really happy that you do. um, But because you you're living in that experience yourself, Mm -hmm. it gives you that that extra eye for that detail. And you know Mm -hmm. where most people don't make sure that the product that they're selling, yeah, is of good quality. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, I got it from the vendor. It got to be great. Let's send mm-hmm. it off. Give me my money. And that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. And the difference that we're getting with you is you are going to make sure that the quality of the product is worth it. Because like you said, if you're not going to put it on your head, you're not going to let somebody else right. put it I on theirs. Mm-hmm. And that is, that's the beauty of um, what you're doing again and how you're supplying your service to everybody because you're you're letting us know that you care yes i do thank you thank you for um calling out but yeah i do i I really do i i I do like i do it's appreciated i want you to know that you are appreciated Oh, thank you. Sister, we appreciate you we value you and what you're doing for us in the community you know um as women, we have it hard because 
we have to be like our eyebrows have to be right. <laughs> like I was in the mirror today, like, okay, they're not twins, but they're sisters. Good enough. Right. Like my rule, like they gotta at least they gotta be cousins. Like we gotta be somewhere in the family, you gotta be able to see. Like, we, have to be, <laughs> we have to be this this vision of beauty when we walk mm-hmm. out the door. You know, whether it's we're single and we're hope, you know, we wanna be mm-hmm. cute because today might be the day he mm-hmm. finds me. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you're married, you still got to stay on top of your stuff because mm-hmm. you can't just let yourself go just because you got them now. You still got to keep them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just so much that we deal with to stay pretty or yeah. to feel beautiful, to, you know, mm-hmm. compete, as you stated earlier, with what we're seeing on social media. Especially and, now, nowadays, it's like every, everything is so grand. And it's just like, oh, my, oh God. my God, you know, from the bodies to I mean, every the, the yes. lifestyle is like, and I, and I, and I often like wonder, like, okay, if social media did not exist, like, it'd be, it'd be so interesting how different things would be. Cause if there's, well, I grew they're, they're, up in the era before. So like when I was younger, we didn't have social media. Right. So, yeah. well, so for I me, it was like in, it was in college when it was starting to come around and, but yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. it's like now everybody, like people are living for social media and, and that's the part that's scary. Um, yeah. You know, just that people, I mean, people are doing stuff again that they probably don't want to do whatever they feel like they have to, or I'm going to go there just so I can be seen and I'm there, even though I really don't want to be there. I got something to do, whatever. But one of the things you brought up about being pretty, and this is something that I kind of started touching on it earlier, but I didn't uh, finish it. But so a other part of my mission, again, is I want to talk about, again, mental health. And so as I, um, I'm in a process now, so MP Savage Hair, um, we're, we're kind of, we rebranding, and I'm still, I'm on the fence if I'm going to change the name, because MP is my, um, stands for Michael Price, and that's my, my son's middle name, which was also my dad's name, and then my daughter middle name is price um but i'm i'm starting her savage because i want to i want to not just the you know physical confidence the hair but any every area it's like so for me like the the mindfulness so really going deep and helping women to self discover them learn themselves what do you what do you really like to do what do i what do i want out of life what like what what i'll see whatever and then to heal the self-love the self-respect to self-care those are all the things that on this journey, like I, I wasn't doing any of this. So those are all things that also come along apart for me. So as I'm going through, still working through my journey, I want to, you know, be able to, to help, to help empower and promote that. So I'm going to, you know, kind of be from journals to, you know, a lot of different things are coming, speaking to classes and things like that is where I see like her savage going. Um, and so I'm, you know, in that process of kind of getting everything transitioned um, um, with that. So. Um, MP Savage Hair, I'm, the name, it may change, but I'll, I'll, I'll always have it where it's connected. So, you know, I'll still keep the domain and stuff like that, but it may do that. But I'm really on a mission about that because something that really stuck out to me, um, something that's been on my mind and I haven't, I haven't done, I haven't acted on it yet, but it's been on my mind is to do, like you said, the unmasked, the session about like un, un, taking off the mask, unmasking. And so, um, I don't know, J. Cole has a song about my cricket smile. So I, I often get complimented, you know, about my smile. And it's funny, um, like, I, I know, like, you know, externally, people w- would see and they'd be like, oh, okay, you like, you seem like, she seem like she's confident or whatever. But it's like, if you only knew what's behind, just yeah. and my smile is cricket, actually. So yeah. what's behind this cricket smile, you know, and really talking about that and, and, and just basically saying, because something that I, that I found 
especially outdoor and like as I was really just in my just going through it and, and, and starting to be more open about what I was experiencing that people because I still because I basically didn't walk out the door with my wig off and with no bra on and just looking like I you know just because I still again in part of part of behavior just still care about how I look physically right. and I'll get myself together but I was inside like sometimes just crying inside or dying like sometimes I'm like people you know, I'm like you don't know what it took me to get here you don't know what I just went through yeah. literally to to make yeah. myself show up, to talk myself into being here because I felt like, oh God, do they really want me here? Oh, what are they going to think? Da, da, da. You know, I'm late because I'm second guessing everything about myself, you know, those things like that, that people almost was like, they kind of minimized my anxiety because, or my depression, because you don't look like you're de- depressed, you know what I'm saying, basically. And and so w- something that's, that resonated with me was just recently when, um, and I don't want to mistake, well, I think she was a former Miss USA, when she, you know, um, was found committed suicide, and I didn't even know if, I didn't know about the story, and I ended up hearing about it like after that. But just like again, on the surface, people said, "Oh, she's beautiful. Oh, she, you know, she right. won the title. She has this great correspondence job. She's living the life." But and you and I, and I'm and I'm and I know how it feels to be there to feel like I can't say something because I'm gonna want people to be looking at me like, "Girl, you better shut up." Like I went, you know, whatever. And even though you're feel like you, you know, you're you're miserable inside or whatever again i don't know what was going on but that just when when i heard about that story i'm like key you need to speak out you got to talk about it because there's a lot, of, a lot of women that again whether it's physical or mental we're they're suffering we're suffering and we're scared we're to say it silently you're suffering in the silence because you're scared because how it's gonna make you look and and all of that and it's just like no i, I want to be able to save somebody so that's one of something i have i found on pinterest like i want to be the reason why somebody like sorry like it's the reason why somebody don't give up. Right. I know. I know. Again, I know what it feel like to just feel like this is just it for me. This is what it's gonna be. And yeah, yeah I look. I've you know, talked whatever, about but. suicide attempts. Um, uh, yeah. That I've had, and yeah, you know, remembering coming out of it, saying I couldn't even kill myself. Right. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like that's the thought that you have. Like. <laughs> Girl, like for real, oh like, thinking that I make such bad decisions, I make so many mistakes, I do so many things wrong, I'm such a f up. Yeah, like, I could even that. do this right, like <laughs> you, you know, but then having to realize that no fool, you couldn't do this because it's gonna be time because he has work for you to do. Yep, and you still you have here. to get to that mindset where you can understand that. Something you were saying made me think of a Smokey Robinson song, Tears of a Clown. Oh, and I heard that. It, it, oh, my God. See, I'm so old school, girl. Like, <laughs> I'm old. But Tears of a Clown is one of my favorite songs by Smokey mm-hmm. Robinson. And he talks about that, how, you know, how and the gist of it is everybody sees this face is made up. It's smiling. Mm-hmm. I tell a joke or two. Everybody. I'm the life of the party. You know what I'm saying? But behind this this clown face, I'm crying tears. Mm-hmm. I'm sad. I'm depressed. I'm hurting. I'm feeling this. Co- like, I'm going through all of these different emotions that nobody knows about because I mm-hmm. put my clown face on. Yep. Got to show and up. I came outside and I showed up mm-hmm. and I did what I was supposed to do. So, and that made me think about what you were saying, how, you know, when we go outside and people say, you don't look like mm-hmm. 
you you hurting or depressed. But then you have to turn around and say, thank you, Jesus. I don't look like what you've been through. Amen. Amen. You know and what I, I'm like, I, lo- I, lo- I love how you just brought that home because it's like <laughs> this whole thing about just our perspective, how we choose to look at stuff. Because that you you just hit me on that one. I thank you. I like that because it's like you know I'm thank God that I, I I can still pull it together or whatever. Because you if you only knew, um, yeah. I have like I say it's it's. Yeah, it's, I, it's, 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 it's just interesting. So like the more, and that's what I, I appreciate you and I appreciate this platform because the more that I think I, I do this and I speak, it just kind of, for me, reaffirms like he wanted, this is what you're supposed to be doing. Because I, I, it just, I know it's needed. I know yeah. it's needed. And I, and I just, and I know again, the, the place that I was at, I don't want anybody because I, I got to that place and I had, it was, and even I was even even in this week, it was a couple of times I just kind of was like, you know, kind of you feel like, am I better off not being here? And and I and I wouldn't like for me, things that have kept me. I'm just like, no, I'm like I think about my my babies, my like my family and that impact and all stuff like that. But I, I've had I've had some moments, and I remember the last one that was like ridiculous, like scared the heck out of me. It was actually last year, um, the the day of the inauguration, uh, and I remember going into it. I was so, I was excited because I'm an AK, so you know. Um, Vice President, um, you know, Harris is a uh, soror, so I'm, I'm whatever. So I'm, I'm, it's gonna be a whole to do about seeing him sworn in. I was happy the other administration was leaving, and um, but that night going into it, I had a, I mean, it was the worst night. My mind was just going, and I'm thinking, and I remember I'm calling, and I'm gonna call my auntie like middle night, like I need to pray, pray for me because I didn't like the way what I was feeling. I felt out of control. I felt like I was just sitting there thinking, like, again, you you are a burden. You are what you know, whatever. And to your family, because you you got you, your anxiety, you can't move, you, you know, whatever you got, you, you just dead weight, you just hear, you just you, you weak, your thought, all this stuff was going through me. And that's a feeling that I, I pray I never get to that place again. But that that really scared me. And that's why like I said in, in here, like I said, about um, the young lady in her name is Chelsea, I believe, um, with her and taking her life. It's like, I know there's other people that's there and they may not have, you know, in my case, like I said, definitely what comes to my mind, I think about, oh, what's to be the impact to my family? Maybe they don't have family. Maybe they don't have, or maybe they don't, they're not thinking that they're so in that, they're in that moment, that feeling, and they pull the, you know, they, I'm going to do it. And it's like, girl, you have so much more to live for. You are not your circumstance. You are not your right. condition. You are not your right now. Like, and that's, that's the thing where we, you know, I just want to help, help people in that regard of just knowing that, we can, this like you this yeah, is your path. You can do that, and it is so like all those things that you were saying, like you know, I'm a waste of space, or you know, mm-hmm. I'm just I'm a burden, and mm-hmm. I was feeling that exact same thing the night that I drove my car into traffic. Like mm-hmm. I purposely drove it into traffic, thinking like this would be it, and I was so set on doing this. I knew that if I did it this way, my baby would get the insurance money. And I felt like his life would be better. Better, yep. Wow. You know, like his life would be so much better. And yeah, so. Yeah. Thank so God, like, you know, like thank <laughs> God yep, that through with and, us yet. And he has and, so much more for us to do. And it's these, I was in these experiences. And again, tell me to shut up so I can keep talking. Sorry. No, um, it's, so, it's so funny because I do, I, you, we bet on for a minute. And I do need, okay, I we, hate to wrap up. I don't want to wrap up. Oh, yeah, I have wow. Another, I have another appointment at five. So, okay. so I'm like, so we're look, running into that. Yourself together, look. <laughs> but I don't even want to stop this now. Um, 
I, I'm, I'm going to see you again. Mm-hmm. I am. I'm going to see you again. We're going to do some things again. Because as yeah. you were talking, my brain was turning. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, she would be perfect for this. So we're definitely going to um, be able mm-hmm. to do more things together. And I, I have like this, I have an idea in my head that I believe would be right up your alley. I think it would be <laughs> something that you would embrace because it'll deal with a charitable aspect to it. Mm-hmm. And it's an idea that I was torn around with, but talking to you today, mate, is like, yeah, that's what I'm that that's what we're supposed to do with it. And I think you'll be the perfect person um to help bring into that i'm so sorry girl you got me in here crying <laughs> you got me crying too i i i, I got mine together <laughs> you like i'm crying and snotting <laughs> but this was such a wonderful conversation yes. and i'm so grateful mm-hmm. and i just want to say you know if i can if it's okay with you can mm-hmm. i just bow my head for a minute with you And just say, Lord Jesus, thank you so much for my queen sister, Key. Thank you so much, Jesus, for stepping in and making her whole. As she goes through her journey of healing and rebuilding and repairing her mental state, Mm -hmm. I know that you're right there in the middle of her with her, Jesus. And I know that you're helping her put those pieces back Mm -hmm. together. I know that you're knocking out those ugly voices and you're filling it with voices of encouragement and love. Lord Mm -hmm. Jesus, we ask that you keep her strong on her journey, that you continue to bless her, her family and her hands, Jesus, so she could continue to bless the world with happiness and joy, making women feel better about themselves, uplifting these women through her hair products, Lord Jesus. We ask that you're going to keep strengthening her keep blessing her Jesus because we know you have bigger and better things in store for her that she probably can't even see right now mm-hmm. and we're going to be so excited to see her flourish mm-hmm. on her journey we mm-hmm. thank you for all your blessings we thank mm-hmm. you for everything yes in your son Jesus name amen amen, amen. amen. I so just much. needed to do that I felt that I just, Look, I just wanted I'm about to start snotting and stuff thank you I, I really <laughs> And I, I appreciate you too. I, I really do. Like this, I'm so happy. We got to we got to stay connected. And and yeah. you know, you, I'm you, so you happy. So, like that board said, what would happen if you don't show up? I would have been <laughs> devastated today with the show. <laughs> <laughs> in the corner in the fetal position. Uh-uh. <laughs> You're too silly. <laughs> So oh, this would be good. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. And we're definitely going to see each other again. And whenever you want to be, whenever, just say, hey, girl, let me get Sunday. And I'm going to be like, okay, what time? All right. <laughs> we would do whatever you, you have an open door policy here, okay? All right. My queen, yeah, sister, thank you. you so much. Yes. To everybody else, thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Faithfully Her. I hope you were inspired and blessed as I was. I hope you shed a tear and a snot moment as well with us. <laughs> I'm going to put all the information in the description box for how you can get in touch with MP Savage here how you can set up a consultation, the website, the Facebook, the IG. We're going to have all of that there for you so you can reach out to this beautiful woman on my pod page website, which is faithfully her 
Facebook.com slash Pipe. No, faithfully, I don't know. I'll put it in the description. I can't <laughs> get it off the top of my head, but I'll put it in the description. But I was going to say, if you go to my Pie page website, you will also be able to see the full bio, the biopic on MP Savage Hair, her story, how she came about, how it developed, her educational background. Everything will be there for you on that page. And I will make sure that that's also available. Um, did you want to leave anybody with any final thoughts? I'll just say that, you know, regardless of what is going on in life, no circumstance, no situations, no what anybody say, it does not diminish your value. You are enough. You were born enough. And so always remember that, like, you are a gift from God, like, to be here and you have purpose. So don't feel like you need to shrink because you don't feel like you're ready or you're going through show up because wherever you are, you could still bless somebody that maybe like just to get at least to that step. And so just to don't ever think like, oh, it's, I'm not, it's not time yet. Or I'm too this, I'm too, nope. Just say, God, use me and show up. But you, more, most importantly, you are savage and tell yourself, I am savage, period. period. Like, okay, put, I heard that. that. <laughs> And to just piggyback on that, everybody, remember when you're writing the story of your life, don't let anybody else hold a pen. Amen. God bless everybody. Enjoy the rest of your week. <laughs>